Radio. She was born and raised in Texas. She's a U.S. Army veteran. She's motivated to spread veteran awareness and help connect veterans once again with the Fight Series being her first published book series. She's already had Fight 1 through 3 out before this month, and now Fight 4 is here finally for all of those who've read Fight 1 through 3 and could not wait to end the journey with Fight 4. It's out now. It's available at least on Amazon, but... We've got Betsy Ross with us this evening. How you doing, Miss Betsy? Pretty good. How are you? I, I'm excellent, Jay. I'm wonderful. I'm great. Super fantastic. <laughs> That's great. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been uh, too long, in fact. Yes. Yeah, so I know we were waiting for Fight For to come out, and then life kept happening. So what can you do? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So before we jump into Flight 4, how are things going with you and, and life in general? I stay busy. Everything is very chaotic. I guess it ought to be with three kids and <laughs> multiple jobs and so much happening here at the ranch. And now starting up with the snake business, what I'm calling the snake farm, because it just helps differentiate it. So, yeah, there's there's so much going on. I don't even know why. I think about sleeping because there's no point because there's so much to do. So now it's cattle, kids and snakes. Oh, my. Is that <laughs> pretty much? And what the fight series and whatnot. So it's been marketing and writing and actually working at a hospital. So it's it's go, go, go all the time. Yeah, I know you're you're really busy. And I hope our listeners listen when we tell them about you. I don't know how many of them actually listen. Um, but from your updates, you've sold a few more books over the last couple of months, which is great, wonderful news to hear, especially the fact that you've been working on this series since 2017, 16. The series, correct. Okay. The first book was published in 2017. I, I thought so. I couldn't remember. I was like, anyway, um, so, <laughs> so from 2017 until now, uh, you had fight one through three. And like I said, now out right now, fight four. What is the deal with fight four? Is it truly the end of the series so far? Or do you know what you're doing there? Uh, at this point, it is. It is the finale of the series. But it's it's one of those bittersweet type things, because as we have spoken about, it's hard to end something that's realistic as it is, even though it's realistic fiction. It's. I mean, it's based on basically real life events or something that could happen in real life. And life just keeps happening. Life keeps going. And um, it, realistically, it's like, well, when would it end for these characters? I mean, some of these characters, they stay with the whole entire series. And uh, it's it's hard. It's like, when would it end? It probably would never end. And then I'd have to incorporate more characters, which would probably confuse more people. So it's at this time, it is the final of the series, but, um, but the mission behind it all, it's, I'm hoping it still helps veterans get the word out that they're not feeling alone. And, um, it just helps rekindle the relationships and the camaraderie that I know veterans have. And then, within their families and it's a very hard topic to discuss so i mean i could probably talk about it all day long but the fight series probably should end at some point <laughs> so at this point yes it's just a four book novella series yeah um you you mentioned mental health obviously we want to talk about that uh here in a little bit um and as you were saying you know it's bittersweet and we've talked about that at length, you know, about killing off characters and adding more characters and stuff like that in our own personal everyday mm -hmm. conversations with us uh, throwing ideas back and forth to, to one another about our own writings, because that's all we do is <laughs> mm -hmm. each other about each other's yes. writings. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, one thing that I know you were a little hesitant on 
while you were writing Fight 4 because you asked and said a lot of things, uh, at least on Twitter, uh, is that you may go over 100 pages in this one. And you, in fact, obviously did by the fact that it says on Amazon print length is 128, whereas previously it was around 100, 105 pages. Um is there a reason why you had to go over that? Is it because it wouldn't finish correctly if you didn't, or you just felt a little more comfortable to go that far? I think main, my main push on it was that it was the grand finale that I wanted it to be. I wanted to basically tie up all loose ends, sort of, kind of, where I could still show that thin line of giving hope and resolving griefs or issues that some of the characters may have had, whether within themselves or with other people around them. And, um, I, it kind of wrote itself. I mean, kind of like the rest of the, the other three books that it basically wrote itself. Now this one was more challenging the last one because I originally had ideas of where it was going and then I didn't have more insight of what I wanted on some issues. And, so I had to basically find um, other things to basically fill the void, if you will. It was I didn't know where I was going with it, but it was like every time I pick up a pen or start typing that it kind of wrote itself. And it's the strangest thing. But any writer or author would probably understand what I'm talking about when I say that. It's just the characters kind of just speak to you. And even with just a little spark of inspiration of what direction to go, it's like, all of a sudden you blink and you've got multiple paragraphs all typed out and you're like, Oh, okay. And then you read, read it. And you're like, wow, I wrote that. And that's kind of what the entire series kind of did for me, even though it was self therapeutic in my own way. It was, it was like, I wanted to do a lot and then it kind of just went in its own direction. And I'm hoping the people who opened up to me about their personal stories and for fight for and whatnot, don't take offense of how, I went with it or if I didn't take your story or anything like that, it, there was so much going on. I felt like I was getting writer's block all the time because there was so much I wanted to say and wanted to go with it, but to make it make sense and still follow what the previous books did or said, it was literally writing its own path. It was the strangest thing. And so it was, this one was actually the more, the most difficult one to write as far as how it would be written, what would happen to the characters and um, how basically just how the story would end for them. And so it was interesting. I'm very curious of what people will start saying. Now my beta readers had very good things to say, but I'm curious of what the rest of my readers will think. Cause the fight series, as you know, is it's written in such a way where it will hit everyone differently whether you're a veteran or not. So I'm very, very curious and terrified of what everyone is going to say about the fourth book. And I understand all those things that you said. And I think, you know, speaking with other authors that we've had on the show, Mike Gordia, uh, Joaquin Watai, and a few others, they would absolutely agree with you, myself included, because the one book that I am actually working on that I have shown you a few things about, I have no clue where it's going whatsoever. I know how I want it to end. That's about it. Everything mm-hmm. else just jumps out exactly through my fingers, you know, and I, I really hate these established authors that give these um quote unquote tips to upcoming authors to, mm-hmm. Um, basically create everything and have it flushed out and then write. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in mind. Like it's, it's good to have a starting point. I understand that. I understand, you know, having certain points you want to get to, but to have your character completely flushed out and details on, on settings and plots and this, that, no, that to me is you're already writing your story in a very long format. <laughs> I think it's stupid personally. Yes. Um, and, and it might work. Well, it for definitely doesn't work for me. <laughs> right. I mean, with the one I'm writing, 
have literally sat here after the fact that I've wrote something and made notations or something on characters. And I'm like, well, that character is this, that, and the other. Well, this character is so completely opposite. It's not even funny, but I'm, I'm not doing it beforehand. And I, I, I commend you on not doing that and just letting, letting the story develop into its own right. Um, as far as, uh, the stories and all that you got from other, I guess, readers or people that were interested in mm-hmm. somehow you using their story in a story, albeit realistic fiction. Um, is it easier to write, obviously, the fight series when you have real world stories than it is to go off of what you see in social media or articles or quote unquote documentaries in Hollywood and stuff like that for you? I take, I take pits and point from all directions, if you will. I take any story, if anyone's able to tell me and I basically pick apart that story and the details and I try to incorporate how, the, so that particular character would process it. How would they um, endure it, whether it's emotions or physically or uh, like physical, physical actions? And then, of course, how would they overcome it? And it, there's so many things that I put into a character or take from a story or something I've heard. Or like I said, it's anything from a movie or a song or any tiny bit of inspiration i'm one of those people mm-hmm. that's where i can take i'm taking in so much information basically emotionally and physically that i put myself in that shoe of that character and i incorporate as much of it as possible i take the descriptive words of what someone tells me tells me about one thing and then i take you know an emotional a traumatic situation or whatever. And I basically pick apart literally everything and I put it together like a puzzle. And that's another thing that really went into the fight for, because fight for, I really wanted to start breaking everything down, but I can't do that without giving away stories, but it's like certain characters though. They go through so much and there's so much um, of the, the past and it replicates in the present and then they have to process it, which is how realistically we do as humans. And so I'm really intrigued if people pick up what I was trying to put down about some of these characters, because it was very intricate. It was very complex. It was very, uh, even for myself personally and as a writer and as a human being, as a, a veteran, as a female veteran it was more of like so many different things went into this story and i'm not sure if i really did a good job at it now so far some of the feedback is good but it's like there was just so much complexity that went into it but i was very actually pleased of how it turned out because like i said it wrote itself and when i reread it i was like oh i read that i wrote that that's interesting so it was (laughs) like it was like i was the new reader and it was I surprised myself, but that's the interesting thing about when you go on a self journey over mental health or any type of traumatic issue. It's, it's very interesting when you give yourself a project such as this as writing that there's so much you can learn about yourself and what, how you view the world, how you view other people. So like I said, it was just, it was an amazing journey up to this point as far as just the writing side of things. And speaking of the mental health and the emotions and the physicality and stuff like that, I know from experience of reading like the first chapter, I believe, of the first book. And I know you and Oink give me hell on that every time we talk about this. Um, but you are so descriptive, yet your books are so short. I love that. And I think. Uh, it's a testament to you as a storyteller, uh, first and foremost, because and I, and I always reference this portion of that first book. And it's when one of the characters is sitting on a bed and it I I'm there. 
I can see the wall. I can smell it. Like, I don't know how you done that <laughs> and how you were so descriptive yet in a short amount of time. Right. That's what I'm talking about. And yes. you should be proud that you can accomplish that. Cause I know people that can explain to you in five pages, one room and you'll never mm-hmm. figure out what type of room it is. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's true. You're absolutely amazing at the storytelling and getting those emotions across. Um, as far as fight for, and like I said, mental health is uh, explained in this one. What's the big topics in fight for or, or fight overall, as far as mental health and things of that nature? Fight overall is, it kind of points out some of the stereotypes and just very typical things. A lot of the veteran community will come, come up against as they get out of the military, uh, especially as you're reading along and you'll come to the flashbacks and you'll be like, okay, I can relate to that. Or, Hey, I witnessed that. And then it jumps back into the present and you're like, okay, that's how they're processing or that's what triggered it. That's what, you know, now they've got these new emotions. And so that's the, interesting thing about uh, just writing it was I realized, you know, I had to find a way to, um, I guess, express all of that to readers that may or may not have served. And so um, that's another complex, um, I guess, adaptation method I had to somehow incorporate. Um, But the veteran community comes up, come up against so many things, whether it was um, just the horrible leadership they came across or um, how men, males treat females in the military or, um, you know, you lose that that friendship that you thought, you know, you were so close to either a leader or you someone just looked you looked up to. And it's like all of a sudden, because in the military, people are always leaving and you're just like, why didn't I stay in contact? We have con- we have technology nowadays we have social media why didn't i lose contact and it's one of those little just those little details where you just like question you know everything you know they meant so much why'd you lose contact and then um there's homelessness and addictions to drugs and alcohol and maybe sex and everything else and uh, there's just i mean they're real world events not just to veterans but i definitely focus on veterans because veterans get just, you know, the first thought it seems like people think of is, well, you have resources, you have the VA, you get all these great benefits. And it's like, but there's fine print to all of that. Not everyone gets to go to the VA. Not everyone was medically discharged. Not everyone's getting a pension afterwards. Not everyone is um, able to, um, I guess, adapt into the civilian world again. And so I'm not saying everyone struggles by all means. No, but many do. And fight was definitely a voice. And to it really just became a mission of getting the word out that you're not alone. We can fight this together, even off the battlefield, even off, you know, don't need to be in a uniform to be that leader, to be that battle buddy, to be that backup that most of us need. And so there were so many things fight was trying to accomplish and I'm really hoping it has because there's so many different personalities in the military, including in the veteran world. You've got so many just different people, but you get a branch or a uniform involved all of a sudden that camaraderie just comes out and it's amazing what happens when veterans come together. And so it's, it's had so many um, can't think of the actual word now, but it's so many points it wanted to hit and uh, get a word out of the different awareness things that people may not think about in the daily life of just being human or transitioning back into the civilian world. So um, there were there are a lot of points that the fight series hits, and if people can just pick it up and read it throughout the entire series, that you can really pick up that you know wow the community world it really is you know for some a very dark place that it's very alone it's very lonely even if they're trying to get 
into a relationship or if they're trying to maintain um, that civil um, communication and relationship with just family members, including parents or siblings. And so it's it points out so many different factors, real world factors that that really express I'm hoping that you can't just say go to the VA and everything's going to fixed. That's that's not that's not how that works. Not for everybody. And so fight is to get that awareness out there that these are happening. This is what it looks like. Yeah. And, you know, matter of factly, you were talking about it doesn't work like that. And there's fine prints, everything. Um, The burn pit registry that, you know, just closed up on August 14th again, uh, because Mm -hmm. none of this, you know, filled that out for an hour and a half a few years ago. Um, I had filled mine out recently and got it sent in and I get a letter in the mail today saying, uh, that this is not a claim because it's not an issue. It's an exposure. And I'm like, what the hell? I done exactly what you said. I filled it out exactly the same form you told me to fill out. And now you're telling me it doesn't count. And now I'm going to have to go through a whole process. I know I'm going to have to. It's going to probably take six to eight months just to go through the process, just to get back into the quote unquote line for them to go through the whole ordeal to either accept or deny it. And I'll probably have to go through 10 more other things. It's it's not as cut and dry as people think it is. It really isn't. And it makes it even harder on those who didn't actually deploy um countryside and by countryside for civilians that don't know that's Oconus, which means out of country i.e iraq uh beirut uh brazil <laughs> um all those places uh mm-hmm. and i think that's another misnomer within not just the veteran community because some veterans don't understand that either uh but the biggest is the civilian community where they think that just because we signed a piece of paper, we automatically get all these benefits. And that is a no go. Like (laughs) that's not at all how it works. Exactly. I know veterans that never qualified for the Montgomery GI bill. And I'm like, how is that possible? You know, or exactly. or, Or, or travel pay travel pay was a big one when I was in because they were, my, my higher ups are always like, get that travel pay. If you can get it, get it. And there was a lot of people that couldn't get travel pay, even though they were way far away. It didn't count for some stupid reason. And I'm like, exactly. So, yeah, that's that's a big thing. It's, it's a big um, miscommunication. It's a big myth. It's It's all the above. Right. Because. Like I said, I mean, me and you have talked about my benefits versus your benefits before, and we've dove into that, you know, on the personal side deeply. Um, Mm -hmm. And it boggles the mind. It it really does. I mean, you gave this amount of years for this, yet unless you've done certain things or certain things happened, yeah, you're you're good. You don't qualify. What? (laughs) Are you serious right now? Um. So we've, we've talked a lot about your readers. We've talked a lot about those that have come across it and giving you reviews. However, I don't know if this has been asked of you yet in any of your many interviews that you've had recently. Um, <laughs> what have you taken away while writing the fight series? Whether it was, you know, when you went back and read it or learning something from a reader that you didn't think you'd learn or anything that is actually an interesting question uh, well each book that went on in the series i went back to the first one two three books so i've i've reread my my work multiple times but it's one thing i notice is like the state of mind i know for a fact i was in at the time writing it because i have to get myself into that zone of the character put myself in the shoes of that particular character and so And then seeing it on this side, you know, years later or um, certain situations have changed. And so it's it's been it's been interesting, eye opening even that, you know, good things can still happen. 
because fight part of why fight even had started in the first place was I really was in a very dark place when I first got out of the military. And it was kind of a nice reminder that you went through all of that. You found words to describe it. You've met amazing veterans because you were relate, you were able to find people to relate your pain and darkness with, and you can still talk about it even now and without crying. So it's, it's, which means I've, I've healed in some form or fashion. Would I want to relive it? Absolutely not. And it's psychology and mental health are very, a lot of gray area. It's definitely not always black and white. And sometimes it's really just a bittersweet thing where, okay, I lived it, I survived it. And now I can tell stories about it. I can talk about it, can tell other people about it. And so we're definitely not alone in anything that we go through. I even as I mean, even though it's very easy to just feel alone in this crazy, very crazy political world we live in, but I stay focused on the veterans because that's just where my passion is. And I really do feel that uncle Sam kind of cut me short on what my true potential as a soldier and whatnot, where I could have gone with it, where I could have just the person I could have become. So I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And I feel that this is what I was meant to do was write the five series. And a part of me, as stuck up as this may sound, is I don't know if any other person could write fight in the way I did. And because I feel so much all at once that I feel like I can be any of these characters, that a piece of me was all of these characters, that I survived all of my characters, that I'm not saying everything that my characters went through is what I did, but to hear the stories and the just all the empathy and whatnot through my own personal journey and the people I've come across and everything. It's, it's really amazing and a great reminder that we can all relate on some level. We can all um, really get to know each other and be civil. We don't all have to have the same skin color or anything. We can all be civil and just appreciate that, you know, we all went through dark times and we survived together and we can have each other's back from here on out. And so rereading the fight series has definitely reminded me that, you know, I can keep pushing forward even through the struggles and hardships I've, I have presently, but you know, you know, Hey, you've overcome all this other stuff. We can keep going or that, um, the fight series is a great reminder that we do need to check up on our, our battle buddies that we need to check up on those that are there for us. And so I, really was able to find myself through this series because it was a self journey. It was self therapeutic. It wasn't meant to be a series, but it became a series. So again, everything happens for a reason. It kind of wrote itself into this is what was supposed to happen. And it kind of showed me how different thinking processes and how hardships and trauma and PTSD can all kind of bunk heads. It's kind of the craziest thing. It's a hard analogy to really describe right now, but it's, there's just so much involved and I really, really just wanted to scream to the world that people y'all are not alone in anything that y'all go through, that someone out there is very understanding of what you're going through. You just got to be able to find that right person. And if you have the right people who have your back, it's amazing how just alive you can feel and see the world from a different view. And so, but I also am aware that fight can give a different feeling and thought process and everything to each individual differently, whether you're a veteran or not. Um, It hits people differently. It hits, you know, the characters don't speak to them like others, obviously, but that's why it was written in such a generalized way that it's going to hit you as an individual differently for a reason. You get the details you're supposed to based on what that characters thinking and going through so it makes it very personable so um i think it's (laughs) i i can't even think of a word for it right now but it's it's unique it's going to be different for everybody so that's why reviews are so important too but it's definitely a personal journey for many people including myself 
You're absolutely right. Um, <clears throat> touching on, you know, it's not just for veterans. Uh, bit of that right quick. I've told you that my mom had to put down the first book. Like she came in here crying and I was like, what, what what's wrong? You know, like, and she's like, I, I can't do it. And I was like, do what? And she's like, I can't, I can't read it right now. And she done the same thing with your poetry book. I don't even know if she made it through your poetry book. I think she got, I think when she came in here, she was literally in tears, could barely talk. And she, I think she was like on the third or fourth page. Aww. Yeah. And I was like, what's wrong? And she told me, she's like, I, I can't go any further right now. And I was like, what? Go any further with what? Because I don't know what she's talking about. She just walked in here crying. And she told me it was the books. And I was like, what did you read? I was like, you read Betsy's books? Um, and I guess it just, you know, the only Aww. times I've really seen her emotional in anything uh, entertainment wise um, is like movies. And there's there's a couple movies and shows that really grabbed her that we've that i've actually gotten her into thank you very much um <laughs> and seeing her act that way and seeing her act that way I'm it sure just I, <laughs> seeing her act that way i guess it just it, it was a reality check for how something that you can't relate to in the community it was originally meant for can actually be relatable no matter what side of life you're on um we've spoke to leos and other um walks of life as far as employment is concerned and they felt something on some level with the fight series uh you also mentioned you know that you don't think anybody could have wrote it the way you did. And I think you're 130,000% right. I mean, <clears throat> look at movies and, and shows in general and look at it the same way. Could another actor have played that same role as good or better as the actor or actress that was in that role originally? Probably not. That's why they were put there. That's why they were kept there. Right. Um, so, yes, you're so right when you say nobody else could have wrote it like you. You're, yep, I wouldn't want it to be anybody else personally. Because, like I said, you have a way with words. And you can you can make somebody feel as though they are that character. They are in that situation. And, like I said, you're descriptive, but you're quick with your descriptions. And it's good. So... Pat yourself on the back, Betsy. <laughs> well, it's 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 tough when you're when you realize that it is part of your own journey, mm -hmm. and um, it's it's one of those things that's like because I know a lot of people ask themselves the same question: is why did I go through that? Why did I go through that trauma? Why was it me? I mean, in, in a way, it's almost like, why was it me out of everyone in the world? Why is it me? Even though other people go through similar traumas, why was it you in that particular trauma? And so it's it's one of those things where I just had to accept that, you know, could someone else have written fight like me? Probably not. And so I have to, I don't have to, but it's more of like I realized no, you did it and you survived it and you were able to write the fight series. And through the fight series, I've met some very amazing people, veterans, Leos, a bunch of people who own um, readers, just followers. And um, I'm even still meeting new veterans now with their podcasts and their veterans events. And it's, it's very cool to see that life on the other side of, whatever that mountain you're facing, it's, it, they, they mean, they meant it that if you get to the other side, you keep going, you keep fighting another day that one day you will see life is beautiful again. You will get to see people who have your back again. You know, people disowned you and threw you under the bus before, but there are people out there who will have your back. You just got to get to the other side. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely hold fight near and dear to me. A lot of it is my own personal self, but it's at the same time, 
because of it. And I wore my heart on my sleeve and I faced my fears of telling the world about it. Well, now I have other people who will have my back or do have my back because they know some of the things that I've felt or endured and they felt something similar or um, understood it and they didn't judge me for it. So they had my back. Now, if anyone tries to, you know, come at me sideways in the future, then I know uh, someone's going to have my back. They know my story. So that's the interesting thing also with the fight series fighting another day. Yeah. Twitter wars. As soon as I wake up and get a message from Etsy. Yep. <laughs> Been there. Yep. yep. Just, yes. just a few times. <laughs> um, like, Bo, they said this to me. <laughs> that, that was. I need that, back up. <laughs> that was absolutely justified on your part, though. That dude was a douche. <laughs> um, if it was a dude, who knows? <laughs> it, it could have it been a John Deere tractor. I don't know. <laughs> But, but, you know, you said you didn't have to, and you did, because I've said this numerous times, if not you, then who, if not now, then when, and if you hadn't have written the fight series, if you hadn't have been, um, needing an out for lack of a better term to write fight for uh, fight number one, then would it have ever gotten done? And I'm guessing that's no, right? So, you know, you, you were talking about things happen for a reason and this, that, and the other. And I don't know if I believe that and we won't get into the whole spiritual thing, but, you know, recoil and I have are, are really close and we'll, we talk a lot on the phone and stuff. And he's like, I wish you weren't in the predicament that you're in. And I'm like, look, man. If none of this had happened, I wouldn't know any of you. I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know Recoil. I wouldn't have gotten to meet JJ and Oink and Nevermore and Mike and Martha. And do I regret being sick? Of course I do. Who wouldn't regret being this screwed up? But I don't regret it to the point that I would do things over again because I absolutely would do everything without a doubt the exact same Minus getting married to my ex-wife. That's another story for another day. However, <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't do anything differently. I really wouldn't because it's got me where I'm at. And I love it. I love, like you said, the the family that I have now. Um, not just my mom and my, my brother, but you guys. You are my family. And mm-hmm. absolutely, we have each other's back. I think our little circle that we have here at DV radio is, and that's you included. I don't care what you think, Miss Betsy. I know you try to blow that off. Like <laughs> I ain't associated with it. Yeah, you are. You are now. Um, <laughs> I think it's a testament to how, because, you know, we've been through some shit. Um, and I think it's a testament to how indebted to one another. We truly are. Um, cause there's been some people that came and they left as soon as the water got, you know, shaky and we've weathered those storms and we're still here. People have tried to shut us down how many times and we're still here. Um, and I'm not just talking about DV. I'm talking about us as individuals, um, going through our demons, sicknesses, financials, you name it. We've all had each other's back and Yeah. You're absolutely right. Like as, as, as much flack as we give one another, um, because there are that one, that there is that 1% of veterans in the veteran community that is absolute trash, absolute shit, um, as human beings, uh, the majority of the veteran community is absolutely 100% unequivocally there for you. Um, and, and, they have good intentions and they want the best for one another, whether you're man, woman, black, white, green, purple, it doesn't matter. Um, now when it comes down to branches, the Navy and the Coast Guard, you, you guys got your own little thing. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, so also along with fight four being, uh, launched this month, just a couple of days ago, you also launched a new website. Can you tell everybody where they can go to find your new website and what all they can expect there? Yes. Finally, that is live for everyone to go to at www.fightwithbetsyross.com. I'm going to try posting all my events that I'll actually be attending in person for book signings and whatnot, and all the latest books that I'll also be writing. And of course, the fight series is all there with the links, and you can leave reviews. Please do so. If you don't want to do it on Goodreads or Amazon, you can post reviews on the website. And uh, the most recent event that I'll be attending is on September 23rd, Project Give Back. It's going to be taking place in Huntsville, Alabama. It's to help support Gold Star families. It's a Gold Star run, 5K run, walk. So that's a very neat event where a bunch of veterans uh, organizations have come together, including Rollout PTSD. Can't wait to meet you, Michael, and everyone else out there. Um, then, of course, Hero Stock is another big event group that's going on. Um, I won't be able to go to their event until next year. That's really That really breaks my heart. But all those events such as that will definitely be posted on the website and, of course, all across social media, Twitter, Twitter. Um, I don't even know what to call it now. X, um, Instagram, Facebook, of course, the website. So um, a lot of things have been happening and going on. And so it's, it again, it's crazy. It took six years to write the series, but all along the way, I've been able to meet new veterans, new, even just civilians who just support the military or have family that were in the military. And it's very neat to see everyone just kind of come together and support one another and, be able to basically like network and i basically only buy from veteran groups now whether it's clothes whether it's coffee whether it's anything so i am 110 percent veteran if you're veteran owned or operated i'm all about just supporting veterans and um i'm hoping to that other veterans kind of you know come out of there a little whole and you know be able to have each other's back again and be there for one another and we may not be in the uniform anymore but we can still all have a purpose and whether it's starting an or you know a 501c organization to help support veterans such as project give back i can't remember his last name but jose is one of the main directors or coordinators of the event and i believe he was also uh, a veteran and it's very cool that veterans are taking place and making things happen. And so I definitely want to be a part of it. Uh, I definitely, you know, I may not have a very cool story, but coming up, you know, through all this time, I think I've been out of the military for, oh my gosh, 11 years, I think. And so I would have never seen myself where I am now 11 years ago, but let alone have the the networking and the, the people and just amazing things that has come since and you know i really am hoping that whether it's the fight series or another veterans group you know whether it's you know dv radio or just any one of them that you feel like you can connect with or whether it's the individuals or the group themselves that has a great mission that you're all about you know definitely get out and be a part of it i know I heard Jason and Tom on SITREP22, I believe it was, the other podcast I'm hoping to speak with. They uh, also brought up that veterans groups and organizations have different groups for if you're a hunter or a fisherman or if you're into, you know, any type of outdoors type activity, there are veteran groups for everybody. And so even if you're struggling, maybe you're not struggling, maybe you're having a fantastic life and whatnot, you can still go out there and support one another and help other veterans and just be a part of a camaraderie again. You may not be in the uniform again. You may not be gearing up to deploy, but you can still be around like-minded individuals. And that is definitely one thing I know many of us miss is being that, being around that camaraderie or just being around uh, people who would understand, understand us if we were to say an off-the-topic remark or just dark humor or anything that we wouldn't feel too judged might get a little... You know, we'll we still make eye. fun of one another, including other branches and whatnot. Yeah, it's 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 good to be around those like minded people again. And I know 
camaraderie is the number one thing everyone mentions when I ask, what do we miss most? And I would definitely agree. Camaraderie is the one number one thing. So being around veterans again, supporting veterans, especially those in need, I think that is a great way to give back. It's a great way to be, to find your purpose again. Maybe you can be there for someone who needs to speak with someone about something. Um, you know, there's just countless of possibilities out there. And I'm really hoping that between fight or other veterans groups, we can all come together and really spark, you know, something with the veteran community that we're making things happen, whether the VA can't pull through or another group, we can, you know, there's always backup. There's always uh, something else you can fall on. And because many, let's face it, many veterans do fall through the cracks, whether it's the VA system, whether it's whatever, and no, no man should get left behind. And I'm really hoping that, you know, I may not be, you know, the number one bookseller or anything like that, but if anyone is willing to go out there, fight another day, you know, we're all facing our demons, but if we can just keep, keep track and keep going that, you know, many things are still possible to happen. We may not have a purpose today, but by tomorrow we may have that connection where we can just start getting that spark of inspiration and motivation again to just be there for other people. And you realize that it's helping you fight along it too, because you have each other's back. So I'm really hoping there's, there's more inspiration going on within the veteran community to where all of that continues to happen from here on out. Absolutely. And you may not be a Stephen King now, but you could be an Oliver Anthony tomorrow turning down $8 million labels. So who knows? Um, <laughs> um, and you, you, you had actually brought up, uh, before we end, you had brought up, you know, veteran organizations for outdoors type veterans and things of that nature. And the one we work closely mm-hmm. with, uh, and the CEO, Dave Libby, who I'm, I'm really close with, uh, is Warriors Service. Uh, that's a really good organization. They're actually planning, uh, some hunting trips this moment, uh, for the next couple of months and, uh, across the country from everything from hogs to fishing to deer, you name it. They're, they're going to be hunting it. Um, and I think they're also trying to plan a trip up to out to not up to out to Finland, uh, as soon as they can and get some elk and yeah, uh, moose and other things of that nature. So that, that'll be, that'll be awesome. Um, but yeah, where can everybody buy your books and, uh, what type of formats can they get flight one, two, three, and four in currently? Currently, all four books are available in paperback and in Kindle. Right now, only Fight 1 and 2 are available on Audible. Fight 3 is going through the audition process for audio. Um, Right now, I've got quite a few auditions to go through, so that's very exciting. Being the first day, I've already got 13 auditions to listen to. So that's very exciting to see that going to happen. Those are the only formats at this point in time. Of course, they're all they're all available on Amazon. I am self-published, so they're, I'm going through Amazon. Of course, you can get those links either through the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, X, but also through the website, fightwithbetsyross.com. I do have a YouTube channel. I don't push that much, but I am on YouTube. If you wish to subscribe to that channel and that's also fight with Betsy Ross. It's, it's been quite a journey. Like I'm trying to reach as many people as possible. So if you are able to leave a review or just bring it up in a discussion that you may be overhearing, whether on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, or in person, I mean, fight, fight is not to promote violence. It is to Keep fighting another fight, another day, whether it's a struggle, whether it's something that you're just having to face, you know, no one fights alone, not truly. And so just keep fighting the fight because we all, we can all find someone we can relate with and have each other's back. So it's, it is a journey. We just got to go out there and face the day. 100%. Before I forget, I've got to buy this for my old psychiatrist, psychologist, 
whichever thing they call themselves because she moved to another DA. So I've got to get her fight for because she absolutely loved fight one through three. And also I made a promise to Oink that I would tell you this because he's at work and he said, wish I could, meaning he wish he could join this interview. That's 10 a.m. Alaska time when we were talking about having this originally. And that four letter nasty word would get in the way work. Don't think I can hide out in a loader like we've done before. Not this time. P.S. About 30 pages into fight four. Let her know I'm enjoying this one. The writing, not necessarily what's happening to the characters as much as the others. She's done another amazing job. And that's directly from Oink. And I read it verbatim. So Um. (laughs) can't nobody say I screwed that one up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that makes me feel a little better then. (laughs) <laughs> and and you should be proud I, yeah i've said it before and i'll say it again you do you have more of an impact than you actually realize don't think you're not leaving a lasting impression on many many people whether they've said it verbally or in a review or messaged you or emailed you or not i can guarantee you you're leaving a lasting impression so for those listening we do have the links to her website fight with as well as the links to each of her books, Fight 1, 2, 3, and 4, are down there for you to check out. If you've not yet grabbed them, please do so. They're only $8.99. All of them except Fight 4 is about 100 pages. Fight 4 is 128 pages, but that shouldn't be too bad for most of you unless you're a Marine who can't read, and that's understandable. So uh, the coloring book will be coming out very shortly. Um, that's a joke. That's a joke. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> I'm not getting canceled over a marine joke. Oh my um, goodness. That's what ca- that's what cancels DV Radio. A marine joke of all things. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So please go check out Fight with BetsyRoss.com. Check out the Fight series by Betsy Ross on Amazon, whether it's Kindle paperback or audible when all of those are in audible please check them out please leave a review if you don't leave a review on amazon or wherever the books are bought please leave one on fightwithbetsyross.com and you can be anonymous you don't have to leave your real name and all that good stuff but betsy thank you for joining me here on wdvrdvradio.net as always we appreciate what you do for the veteran community. We love you. We've always got your six. And I hope you all enjoyed this interview. And please, again, check out fightwithbetsyross.com. Mm-hmm.